Yeah, Yes, an audio serial, written and read by Daniel Cotier. This story contains adult themes, coarse language, themes of suicide and self-harm. If the contents of this story are triggering for you or anyone you know, I ask you to please call Lifeline on 131114. If you are listening outside Australia, you can find contact numbers for mental health support services on our social media pages. These are found at Yeah Yes Audio Serial on Facebook and Instagram and Yeah Yes Serial on Twitter. Chapter 5, Sunday 13th of August 2017. Carol comes out of the kitchen, mopping her brow with a paper towel. She's taken off her chef's jacket. She's in a singlet, which shows off her Maori tattoos. Beer for you, Joe? Yeah, a beer would be great, please. Carol brings across two pale ales. She hands mine over, unsealing her armpit, and I get a wallop of B.O. It's a tight kitchen, and she must get boiling back there, poor thing. I doubt I smell any better. Was that a busy Sunday? No way, that was nothing. When we call in the second cook, that's a busy Sunday. I am exhausted. I've only been out of the game for two months and that shift fucking ruined me. I forgot how much harder it is to work in a cafe than a restaurant. Fine dining, you need mental stamina to not smash a plate over a wanker customer's head. But a cafe on a Sunday, you need physical stamina as you deliver the 4,000th long black to Darren, the punk accountant on table four. Aaron wasn't lying when they said the staff and clientele are all gays. Gays, no, queers. Queers come from all around to sit and take pictures at the pride flag tables for their Instagram. I've never been part of the queer group. Mark found it tedious. I guess working here I'm part of it, whether I want to be or not. It's weird saying queer. The only other person I knew who said queer was Grandad. His tone was considerably less loving. Carol puts her beer on the table already half finished. Erin comes out from behind the counter. Till's perfect. Well done, Joe. (laughs) No worries. I sound nonchalant, but I am shocked. I spent most of the morning trying not to vomit into it. I am not upholding my end of the hangover agreement. Erin scrapes a chair along the concrete floor and joins us at the table. This table matches their non-binary key ring. I've never known any non-binary people before. They is taking a bit of adjusting to, but I haven't got it wrong in front of them yet. Did you get your shifts for next week? Yeah, 30 hours, thanks. No worries. The customers like you, and I can trust you. It's a good fit. They tilt their beer towards me, and we have a small cheers that I don't feel I deserve. Carol puts her empty bottle down on the table and pushes her chair back on the concrete. Someone needs to put velvet or something on the bottom of these chairs because it's my second official shift and the scraping noise is driving me crazy. All right, home to see the missus. See you Tuesday. Carol grabs her bag and heads out the door. She and Kim got married in New Zealand in 2013. No vote, just politicians doing their job. (laughs) Can you imagine? I shake my head. I still don't know that much about it. I'm not going to get married, so why bother? My phone rings and saves me from engaging in the chat any further. As it comes out of my tote, my gut coils around itself. That's the call I've been waiting for. Ron, real estate agent. I suck down the last gulp of my beer to steady my nerves. 
Sorry, my landlord's ringing me. See you Tuesday. Hope it's not bad news. See you Tuesday. I smile at them and slide my finger across the cracked screen. My heart is pounding. Time to use all of my charm offensive skills. I smile wide, hoping it will infiltrate my voice. Hello, Joe speaking. Hello, Joseph. It's Ron, your real estate agent. He has my name on the lease, yet he still calls me Joseph. Idiot. Nice to hear from you. Is it inspection time? I sling my tote over my shoulder and head for the door. The phone clatters against my ear as my shaking hand struggles to hold it. Thank God I had a beer before this. As I'm sure you can understand, I'm calling on behalf of your landlord. You're in rental arrears of- Oh God, yeah, the arrears. I've been meaning to call you. I'm so sorry. My direct debit expired a few weeks ago and I didn't notice. A fake chuckle. I was wondering why I had extra money in my account. The smile stays in my voice, but the panic rises. Well, look, I'm pleased to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. It's just been a really bad time. My mother has been sick, so I've been travelling to see her a lot, and I guess I wasn't watching as carefully as I should. I'm very sorry to hear that, Joseph. My smile gets tighter. Don't you dare yell at this idiot or you've lost. I'm afraid, though, that the owner has insisted I give you 14 days written notice to vacate. We've placed that letter in your letterbox, so it's effective from today. I'm hot again. My voice starts to wobble. Keep the smile in there. Work the lie. (laughs) Come on, surely we can work something out. I'm not that far behind. You currently owe seven weeks of back rent, which total $2,380. Fuck, I was further behind than I thought. How did it get that bad? Ah, yeah, that was the amount I had calculated. It's just... I've been so busy looking after my mum, and like I said, I'm sorry to hear about that, but the landlord has insisted. Well, get him to uninsist. You can't throw me out. Where will I go? The smile is gone. The jar of anger in my stomach is well and truly open. Who the fuck does this cunt think he is? I'm sorry to say that isn't our issue. Well, it's a fucking issue that you've created, so I think you should probably. Please, don't swear at me, Joseph. Okay. Well, for starters, my name is Banjo, not Joseph. So you can start by getting that fucking right. Other people on the street look over at me. I would think the name of the person whose life you're fucking ruining would be something you'd check first. He takes a breath. I'm afraid we've served your notice and you will need to vacate by the 27th of August, 2017. I'm sorry that it's not better news. Please email us if you have any queries. I hear three beeps. I look at the phone, dumbfounded. He's hung up on me. He has the fucking gall to evict and hang up on me. I stop in the middle of the walkway and look at my phone. Is this a joke? This has to be some kind of fucked up joke. My mind lets go of any semblance of normal thinking. I've fucking been evicted. I've been chucked out and I owe them $2,380 in back rent plus the next two weeks rent, which will come up to $3,060. Someone pushes past me and into the bottle shop. Somehow I've autopiloted to here. I go in and buy a bottle of bourbon to steady my nerves. I throw back a huge chug as I walk out. They can't throw me out. When we signed that lease, it was my name because Mark had been kicked out of a place at university and was worried they would do a background check. Like the real estate or some kind of SWAT team. 
Once again, he's left me in a fucking mess and now I have the bad reputation. I take another chug and walk to the bus stop. I stash the bottle in my tote as the bus pulls up and I tap on. Sorry, uh, just letting you know you don't have enough funds on your Opal card? I turn and stare at the bus driver with murderous eyes. I want to take the bottle out of my bag and crack him over the head with it. What do you want me to do about that? Uh, top it up when you get off, please. I look him in the eyes. Go fuck yourself. He looks shocked as I jump off the bus. The door closes behind me and I kick at it as it pulls out. I wish my foot got caught in the tyre and sucked me under. That motherfucker can be the one whose life I ruin. I'll walk home. Fuck you. I'll fucking walk. A few steps and a swig. A few steps and a swig. A few steps and a swig. The bourbon is supposed to help me calm down, but I'm fucking homeless. In 14 days, I am a homeless person. I take another gulp and I catch sight of myself in the window of a shop. A single, 25-year-old faggot wearing an emerald green cardigan with a handbag, a neckbeard and no home to go to, drinking out of a brown paper bag. That was the fucking bus to jump in front of. Yeah Yes is written, read, produced and directed by Daniel Cotier. Music, editing and sound engineering is by Nathan Barraclough. If you have any queries or concerns, you can contact us at yayesaudioserial at gmail.com. Tune in Thursday for the continuing adventures of Joe Mitchell. Thanks for listening.